Welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 70, Nerd by Nerd West. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And on today's show, we've got movie reviews for Morgan. We've got a list of the first wave of returning shows of the US fall TV season. Um, exactly how much Attack on Titan one can fit in one's face over the course of a weekend. The answer <laughs> might surprise you. <laughs> That's our clickbait link. Um, and then a few shout outs to various people and yep. where we're going to be over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yes, because we're, we're ramping up for EGX. Yeah. Yes, if you're going to EGX, we're, going to, yeah, we're, we're, we're currently figuring out who we're going to go and see and what we're going to do. So uh, if you're around at EGX, then come and say, hey, at some point we'll be there playing lots and lots of games. We will. Right. Should we start with the film review? Absolutely, mate, go for it. Okay, so I saw. A film called Morgan uh, last week. I had come across it purely by chance a while back. Uh, and I said no advertising for it, and it got a one-week release at the View. And after seeing it, I can kind of see why. Okay. Um, it's an another artificial reality type, uh, artificial intelligence type of film. Right. But rather than a robot, it's a human embryo that's been grown and infused with nanites to oh, okay. make them this extra thing um, and it's about the evaluation of the latest model uh, a girl called Morgan after she rips out the eye of one of the people caring for her now it suffers in the exact same places that all high concept sci-fi to do with artificial intelligence tends to suffer in that it has to hit tropes that have already been done better by every Star Trek TNG episode involving Data, okay. um, Blade Runner and Bicentennial Man. Right. So I think with these sort of films now it's just seeing how well it hits them and this one doesn't hit them very well at all. It's kind of a plodding, plodding and meandering film that just sort of crashes towards its inevitable plot twist that actually she's been specifically designed to be a weapon and all the uh, the violent behaviour that's going on is perfectly normal and part of the process and actually Kate O'Mara's character who's been sent to evaluate her is an earlier model of the exact same assassin based bred robot right. stroke okay. human cyborg um, it's it looks good. Some of the violence is weirdly compelling. It's 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 a visceral sort of film in that regard, but it just falls down completely in terms of its ending. Being okay. far too obviously telegraphed at certain points. Um, was it was it just the fact it was about AI that drove you to see it, or what, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I went to see it purely off that. Um, I did it before with uh, The Machine, mm. uh, Ex Machina, um, there's a lot of them, Transcendence, which was pretty shit, Lucy, which was kind of okay, but yeah. the end was a bit of a wibble. So there's been a lot of them recently, and in its defence, the fact that it wasn't a robot, and it wasn't trying to pass a Turing test type of thing, it was literally someone bred and developed to be this way, 
was an interesting take on the AI okay. idea. Oh, actually, that's one of the games we get to play at EGX. Yeah. The Turing Test. Nice. Which is a uh, e- uh, Square Enix one. Ah, cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a nice take on it, but it just seemed to lack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of the same with with time travel movies or kind of like weird alternate dimension ones because I've watched quite a few recently on Netflix because a few of them have popped up. Um, I'm trying to remember the names of them now. I think there's Synchronicity is one, and I think that's uh, with Nicholas Brendan and a whole bunch of other people who meet up for a dinner party and then the lights go out and then weird things start happening okay. and then they start seeing themselves and it all goes a bit wrong. Uh, but what what I kind of liked about that one, and this is this is my whole kind of guerrilla filmmaking thing kicking in here, is essentially it's a LARP. So they've got a bunch of actors in and given them characters to play and then kind of started doing random things like bashing on the doors and things just to start freaking them out and then just dropping plot hints so all the dialogue is pretty much uh, improvised That's cool. and then the guy who wrote directed it is in the room playing a character as well so he's kind of guiding the the narrative on it uh, and then cutting it all together so it's, it's kind of cool it's an interesting interesting idea of kind of multiple realities colliding all to do with some comet that they, they keep making a massive deal out of. There's another great one on Netflix called Parallels, which is all about a tower block that transports between various different parallel universes. Okay. It all happens within the one tower block. That's quite kind of good. Um, yeah, there was another time travel one as well. It was another low budget one. I can't Primer. remember. No, no, Primer. I love awesome. uh, that. That I saw years ago, and I love the shit out of Primer. Yeah. It's 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 the kind of film that if you can get over the nigh impenetrable techno babble in the first half an hour yeah. then it's an awesome film and it brings up some really interesting ideas uh, but I think the one I watched recently was it was another similar kind of thing where somebody had done something and then gone back in time tried to stop himself and then gone back and done it again so it was all a bit just him turning up through his own time stream trying to stop him doing things and fucking things up yeah but yeah I'll, I'll root out the name of that one I'll stick it in the shows but th- there are a couple of interesting little time travel slash parallel universe films kicking around on Netflix there's loads it just seems that AI always I mean the, tr- the tropes with the AI films you always have the the what is human trope yes um, and you always have that one character who refuses to refer to the per- to, to the thing as, as a he or a she it's always, it. always an it yes. they're always very cold and very an it mm. and that's Kate and character in, in this one um, there's people who have developed a bond with it mm. but nothing really like all the all the what it means to exist things TNG and Data just do it better than most films have done mm. since um, and they picked up on what Blade Runner had done before that and then yeah there's the whole the empathy of the machine or the AI or whatever it is in Morgan's case it's a different thing it's not a robot it's it's a genetically bred human um, nothing really comes close to Bicentennial Man okay. in terms of touching the emotion of the the appeal for humanity and equal rights um, but yeah this this film is, it has some genuinely tense moments which is why I've not slated it mm-hmm. as badly as other films uh, recently there's Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman <laughs> for example um, but it just doesn't do what it 
what it should do. Yeah, okay. There's very little argument over the, the it versus he, she thing. But one that would probably be fine for a watch on Netflix when it turns up in a yeah, couple yeah, of years' time. Yeah, sure. it's, it's one to make your own decision on, I yeah. guess. Um, when it hits Netflix and you've got a, a quiet Sunday afternoon and you want a bit of a sci-fi film, then yeah, chuck it on. But it's not what I'd say go and spend ten quid at the cinema cool. for. Okay, duly noted. Thank you for spending that ten pounds on my behalf. Yeah, no worries, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I watch this shit so you don't have to, mate. <laughs> I don't know how much I've saved you in bad movies over oh, the years. Oh, I know it, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. Cool. To think, I don't think I've seen anything groundbreaking recently in terms of films. I did read the new Harry Potter book. That's rather good. Oh, I haven't read that. Yeah, it, it's quite interesting. It Some the of the characters... Cursed, cursed Child. Yeah, 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 Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. It's, it's an interesting story. Uh... It's got bits of time travel in it and things like that as well, so it's it's it, it it kind of brings back some interesting moments from the original films and stuff. Uh, but I think there's there's some problems in how some of the characters are portrayed in it, uh, which make them kind of seem slightly different to their their film counterparts. And uh, I don't know whether it's because they were just trying to break the barrier of what they were in the films, but uh, I, well, it's not really a spoiler, but it's Malfoy in particular is a very, very, he's handled in a very bizarre way okay. in the film, not in the film, in the, in the, in the book, so, but it's, it's a very, very interesting story and it kind of, yeah, it, it's a nice addition to the series. Uh, I, th- I think I saw an article the other day saying that they'd picked up film rights for it and stuff, but I just cannot see it happening. I think it ha- is it a stage play as well? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the risk of having to return my nerd card, I've never read a Harry Potter book. It's fine. You don't have to. There are loads of people who haven't. Like after that. No, it's totally fine. It's just you know, I I, I like it as a, as an ongoing storyline. It's an interesting progression of you know, a, a kid into adulthood mm-hmm. having to deal with a lot of adversity. I've enjoyed the films. Mm. Uh, a couple of friends of mine were. The VFX guys on on the last couple of films, mm. um, so yeah, I've enjoyed those. But yeah, I never never read the books. Mm, the sisters loved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. I even have copies of them in French. Pourquoi? <laughs> Precisément. Uh, <coughs> to keep my hand in with French because I used to speak it. Well, I do still speak it. But uh, <laughs> I, when I went over to visit my parents in France, I just saw them on the shelf. and Thought yeah, it'd be interesting to read it and see what the difference is. And the interest that the, the interesting thing is is the differences are all in the names. So okay. in in names that we've made up, well, or names that J.K. Rowling has made up for things like characters, like Snape, he's not called Snape. He's called Rogue. So they've changed the names of characters and names of like the burrows is called something weird as well. Right, but they're not English words; they're made up words. So yeah, they should be exactly. They get lost in translation. Yeah, so that that they just make up some other arbitrary word and put it into the French one, which is fucking French. All a bit weird and very very French. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, they're good fun. I, I've got the first five, I think, in French. Right. I've made my way through all of those. I still need to get the the Deathly Hallows. There you go. Interesting thing yeah. of the day. But yes, so if you are a Harry Potter fan and are one of the millions of people who can't get tickets to go and see it on stage, then read the book. It's it's uh, it's an interesting story. Yeah, there you go. We heard it here first. Check out the book. Cool. That was a weird aside. Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> it was something I was meant to mention on the last show, but then completely forgot about because we got all, all wrapped up in talking about cool things. Yeah, we got sidetracked by magic for a bit as well, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the new set for that's coming out fairly soon. I've already booked my ticket for the uh, Canada pre-release tournaments. I, 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 I can't. There isn't, there isn't enough money or time in the world. <laughs> I'm afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> for me to get back into magic. Yeah, you just gotta hope that when you buy a box of beasts, that you pull a couple of cards that are rare enough that you can trade in for store credit to make up for that. Oh, I know, I know, sir. Yeah. I've been playing this game a yeah. long time. Yeah, <laughs> teach my grandma to suck eggs here. <laughs> but if you follow the uh, Ned vs World Instagram account, you'll see pictures from the Hide and Geek comic shop in Worcester, where I've spent most of the last three months just hanging out playing Magic. Sweet. And uh, yeah, we started decorating the store the other day with the hanging mobiles of the sky ships from the. Ah, I saw those pictures. This, yeah, the yeah. steampunk-inspired world of Kaladesh, which is yeah. the the home plane of the fl- of Chandra. Right. Okay. So yeah, um, I'll be talking more about that on the Hide and Geek podcast with Sai mm-hmm. Keeper, who runs the Hide and Geek comic shop in Worcester. Because we're doing more podcasts. We're doing more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> more podcasts going to the network. Actually, we should probably just say that, shouldn't we? Like. We have got quite a few podcasts on our network. Yeah, we have, yeah. Um, and we're not just, it's not just us talking different things, different shows, it's different people doing different shows. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got the Wonky Gamer guys, yeah. which you know, I've, I've been on one episode, but they're, I think they're up to episode 12 they just released. Yeah, the latest one is No Man's Sky, yep. Weapons, Worms, Weapon Mass Destruction, yep. and Deus Ex, yep. I believe. So yep. yeah, that's up on the Wonky Spans, check that out when you have time. Mm-hmm. Add that to your feeds. Yeah, indeed. And then we've got the the Starburst Bookworm podcast that we're that we're hosting for them. Brave new words. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not the Bookworm podcast. That's a different one. Yes, yeah, Brave new brave words, new words. Uh, with uh, with Ed Fortune, et al. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 weird. We seem to be collecting new shows, and then you've got a couple that are ongoing now as well. Yeah, we'll have hopefully we'll have the Hide and Geek podcast during the network soon, and. Hopefully, the guys from Games Quest and Stevium will be doing their board game podcast. Uh, we'll be putting that out. Mm. So, yeah. The Monkey Spanner is your. Interesting times. Is your number one location for. Nerdy podcasts. Nerd culture podcasts. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're not listening to podcasts on the Monkey Spanner, you should be watching the US TV shows. It's an awkward segue, but. Brendan's segue of the week! So, it's almost that time of year again. It's like we're a week away from it. Uh, I have a few dates and a few shows for you. So if you're watching in the US or if you're watching in the UK and you're going to your usual sources for, for streaming. For educational purposes only. Yeah, here are the dates for the shows to look out for. Um, so returning on the 14th of September, which is this Wednesday. Um or Wednesday just gone if you're listening to this Shit, this on Friday gets, when it comes out this is where it gets really or it really could be weird. Wednesday many months in the past <laughs> oh that's all that temporal shit depending on when you are now listening to this yeah. so the fixed point in time <laughs> is Wednesday the 14th of September which may or may not be in your past present future or alternative universe the show is blind spot so take or leave it really guys <laughs> Uh, do you know what? I didn't even finish season one of no, Blind Spot. I enjoyed it up to a certain point, and then I just switched off. I don't know why, and I just never went back to it. At some point, I'll go and watch it because it was all right. It, yeah. was, it was a good show. I enjoyed it, but I just I, I never got around to watching the end of season one. Yeah. So I don't know whether there was a cliffhanger. If there was, it was going to be totally <laughs> lost on me. 
you're not alone. I don't think many people did. I'm not sure how it got renewed. Um, okay, after that then, Monday the 19th of September sees the return of Big Bang Theory, Gotham and Lucifer. Now, one of those three I'm really interested in. Just the one? Mm. Lucifer? Yeah, yeah. just Lucifer. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm one up for Gotham. Uh, you see, I, I was I was never sold on season one. I've watched some of season two, and I'm still not sold on it. Uh, season two really sold it for me. I think they might have shot the load a little bit too fast by introducing Court of the Owls at the end of season two. I think that's a little bit too soon. Okay. Um, but there are some interesting questions to tie up, like who was the other uh, Bruce Wayne, the long-haired Bruce Wayne from the finale. Uh, but it's very obviously not of this this plane, this 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 particular universe. Um, yeah, you and can get a resounding meh from me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and then all the inmates from Arkham that have escaped. Fish Mooney has her has her powers of manipulation, and uh, yeah, no, I'm well up for it. Oh, okay, well, that's it. fair. Yeah, I, I, it must just be that because I, I didn't stick with season one, and I well, tried season two, and I didn't stick with. Well, that you, you know exactly where I stood with yeah, season yeah. one. No, indeed, I fucking hated yeah. season one. Yeah. I went back to it just for the Joker episode. Hated what they did with it, um, but oddly was really, really pissed off when they killed that guy mm. in season two. Mm. I didn't see that far. I'm fairly sure he's back, and I like. I like how they've kind of done it because Doctor Strange was running his experiments at Arkham and he was bringing people back and wiping their memories and replacing them with with different memories and he had the guy who played the Joker he had him back that character and he was implanting his brain with Alice in Wonderland and the craziness of that and I kind of think actually that really works nicely as an origin story for the Joker um, and if he becomes uh, main cast member again for season 3 I'm excited to see where it goes Cool. Um, they've recast the last who played Poison Ivy uh, with an older actress so she's going to be uh, more prominent in this season and one of the enemies is going to be the Mad Hatter so I think it's going to go in a quite different way okay. and I'm looking forward to it um, I think season 2 for me turned it round fair play um, Big Bang Theory we've got to be approaching the end of that I think at some point it, it, there's, there's nowhere else for it to go Yeah, that hasn't been for seasons well, I didn't like the start of last season. It did get me back towards the end. Some I, of it was, yeah. Some I of, think was some of the episodes funny. last season were funnier than it has been for a while. But some of it was pretty phoned in. But it's 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 an old season now. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's not Supernatural. Supernatural's in season 12 now and going strong still. Yeah. But Big Bang Theory kind of goes away. And Lucifer, of course, his mother. Love it. Absolutely love yeah. it. Oh yeah, I'm loving that show. That show's awesome. More of that, please. Yeah. And cross it over with Preacher. That would be awesome, that'd thank be, you. That would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd go for that. Um, which they could do, because Amazon puts them both out exclusively yep. in the UK. Indeed. Ooh, yeah, that's where that happened. <laughs> that's where that happened. Because Lucifer's one of those shows which and is... And then Constantine, you know, <sighs> just, just saying. <laughs> Come on, Amazon. Netflix don't want it, you can take it. Be the uh, be the CW of online shows. Um, yeah, because this was one of those shows which feels like it could almost cross over into the darkness of, of Preacher, but it just doesn't quite. It just holds back. Yeah. 
Well, because apparently um, there's some. Uh, is it Trisha Helfer's coming in next season? Yeah, she's playing his mother. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then on to Tuesday the 20th of September um, for your premiere times for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., NCIS, NCIS New Orleans, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm. Be interested to see where they're going with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now after the summer of civil wars and things. And the introduction of Ghost Rider mm. in this series. Um, yeah. And Daisy is off. Mm. on her own as far as we know how long for is anybody's guess yeah. But yeah she's definitely been kind of hunted I guess by the by S.H.I.E.L.D. yes yeah and then Thursday the 22nd this is a favourite of ours here The Blacklist Returns Blacklist bring it on love that show yeah so you were telling me about the spin-off at the last yeah, episode. Yeah, Blacklist uh, Redemption, I think it's called. And that's just going to be Tom. That airs, yeah, I think that that airs starting January, I think it is. Uh, and it's Tom and his mum, okay. who they kind of backdoor piloted last season. During the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Friday 23rd is The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned that briefly last time. Right? That's when it get its that's when it gets its premiere. Uh, then we have on Saturday the twenty fourth, the return of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. So, finally get to answer the question: Does Ahsoka live? Uh, if you're at the Ahsoka and Tell Stories panel at Rogue One, you know what Dave Filoni said. Um, and it's been reported, but there'll be no spoilers here. You can make your own mind. I'm up. intrigued. You can tell me after the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, all he said really, and it's, it's not a spoiler. All he said was that he doesn't usually cave to fan pressure when it comes to keeping characters alive. Mm-hmm. Um, he said we've seen the end of that particular arc, but she's not necessarily gone from right. rebels. Okay. So everyone was just like, she's a force ghost. She's going to be a force ghost. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and then on the twenty fifth, on the Sunday, it is the return of Once Upon a Time, and the premiere of Son of Zorn. Son of Zorn, which we got properly hyped for last time. Yes. Um, very much looking forward to that show. Just the the mashup of live action and cartoon, and the. I guess sorry, the eighties feel of He-Man. Yes. In in a politically correct modern day setting. Yes. Yeah. It's on Fox, so you know, it's one of those niche properties that might not survive the Fox well, cult. Well, but it's Fox, however, which it's, also produced Family Guy, and yeah, you know. That's that's the. However, it does seem to. An animated kind of yeah. interesting comedy. It, it does seem to actually do well on Fox. Well, we say that Family Guy did get well, cancelled and then they got brought back a few and times. Then they got yeah. brought back, and you know. So we'll see. Yeah, and I think uh, The Simpsons and Family Guy return the same night as well. Yep. And then the only one I've got then on my list for September after that is on the thirtieth. 
uh, and that is the premiere of Luke Cage mm. on Netflix. Yes, awesome. So, are they releasing that weekly or is it the whole season? It's the whole season. I think. Awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It's the same as the others. You just sit down and binge the entire season in one go. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, in the next episode, I'll bring you the the dates and times for the October the shows. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's all for that's all. That's the Lethal Weapon leaves, premiering in October. Uh, I haven't as far ahead as October. Right, track okay. September first. It must be October then. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's on Fox. Now I'm, I'm going to do weekly recaps of that. I think, or weekly murderings of it, depending on how <laughs> it goes. <laughs> but I have the feeling that it's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad because I'm a massive fan of the original film. Yeah. Well, we said the last time, didn't we, about mm. the the spate of films being redone as TV shows. Yep. It's and there's sure a again. fuck ton of them this year. Yeah. I think Westworld debuts in the first week of October. Yep. But yeah, uh, next episode we'll give you the October dates. Yep. So check back in for those dates for your diary. So, other than Lucifer, which one of those are you looking forward to? That's and the Blacklist, obviously. Son of Zorn, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah Lucifer, I think. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued with The Exorcist. I want to see if it's any good. Yeah. I want to see if it stands up to something like Constantine. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how it stacks up against something like Constantine, having come from you know very different backgrounds. Do we know if it's going to be set in a contemporary setting, or is it going to be... Uh, I don't know. Imagine just no, the movie. I actually don't know. I don't know how the Exorcist would work modern day. Because it's got some very, it's got some constraints that were very much of the time. So, yeah. I don't know. It might be, and if it is a contemporary take, then I, I think the only way that they can go is to make it more kind of John Constantine to actually make it relevant. If you can't tell, either, we're pretty butthurt about Constantine getting canned. We've never got <laughs> over it. It's just never got. That's because it's not finished. Justice League Dark movie's happening and he's back doing the voice of Constantine in that. Is he? In the animated oh. movie. That's good. They're still pushing ahead with the live action version of that as well. Well, I think that's in development hell since Guillermo del Toro has kind of backed off from it. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, so I think there's going to be the, the animated version and Matt Ryan's down for reprising Constantine in that. So he's not prepared to let go of it. We're not prepared to let go of it. So fucking do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> we want more Constantine. Okay, so there's another show. Um, what is it with Joe's and brown coats? Uh, it's too soon, man. <laughs> it's too soon. Or, or would you say his is beige? This is definitely beige. <laughs> so it's going to be the beige coats. The beige coats. <laughs> So another show that I checked out recently, um, mainly because I'm a fan of Donald Glover, was Atlanta, which is his new series that he's he's written and he's starring in. Now it doesn't fall in the sci-fi fantasy genre. It doesn't even fall in the procedural cult drama. It's it's a weird. It, it's an intriguing show. Um, he. It's obviously trying something new, and this guy is fucking talented. If you've heard his stand-up or heard his his rap music, he is exceptionally talented, and acting in this is phenomenal. But he does seem to be playing a down on his luck uh, guy in the hood. 
relationship falling apart. He's trying to make ends meet by taking on the management of a cousin who is uh, a guy called Paperboy, a wannabe rap star. And the opening episode revolves around a gangland shooting. So it's very current, very present to what's actually happening in the States. And it's just the the oddness of his him in prison awaiting awaiting bail versus the actual guy who did the shooting enjoying life yeah okay it's it's really weird sort of show I'm not quite sure how to review it other than that it's 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 a challenging show and it's very much speaking to issues that are clearly current amongst that demographic um and it's worth watching just for his performance alone. Um, it's kind of a dramedy. Okay. So there's definitely drama elements to it, but it also has a very, very dark humour underlying the whole thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's just two episodes in, so I'm not really sure what to make of it now, but it's, it's on my watch list. It's mm. a show that is worth watching. Cool. In the same sort of vein as um, Empire. Uh, is it Empire I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's Empire I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. It's worth checking out. Sweet. Um, it's something something a little different from our norm. But yeah, it's worth worth a watch. But part of the normal norm is we've just I've just finished Dark Matter season two. So. <laughs> That was awesome. Okay. Really enjoyed that. I need to check that one out as well. Yeah, it's really good. As uh, we, We've watched both seasons this summer because we, we've never got around to watching it and I think in the last couple of weeks we've watched the whole lot. Uh, it's pretty cool. Ooh. It's a good, definitely a good companion show for Killjoys. Okay. I can see how that works because they're all back to back. So, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, we often forget how shows are actually scheduled in the States because an on-demand generation indeed yeah. but yeah Killjoys and Dark Matter are back-to-back sci-fi shows and they're summer shows so they've, cool. they've literally just finished cool like Killjoys is great if you haven't seen that as well I haven't you should watch Killjoys it's great it's, I don't know whether we've spoken about it before but it, you mentioned it briefly last time yeah. I went, but I didn't really get yeah it's kind of it. It, it's a cross between Farscape and Firefly okay I'm sold. <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sold. Well, you know me, I'm a sucker for anything. Anything that says, if you like Firefly, you like this, I'm, I'm a sucker for Yeah, and, and, and I think you will. So they're, they're, they basically play a bunch of government-sanctioned bounty hunters. Okay. Well, you tipped me off to the blacklist, so... Mm. I do trust your... Uh, oh, it, 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 it's nowhere near as kind of epic and brilliant as The Blacklist. It's good, cheesy fun, okay. is what Killjoys is. That's the bracket it falls into. <laughs> it's a uh, good, amusing kind of sci-fi romp. Yeah. Um, speaking of good, amusing sci-fi romps, uh, if you're on Instagram, you should be following the hashtag Spielberg in Brum. Ah, yes, of um, course. For all of the Ready Player One... Uh, Shots and yes. photos. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm looking at it, and I've obviously we know someone who is an extra in it, and he's been sending photos and videos all week. Yes. Um, 
it looks interesting. I it looks to me. I get the impression that they are shooting uh, Wade's escape from IOA is the post IOA thing. So when he's finally met up with with H mm. the first time, um, and they're off to try and find the, the well the end of the puzzle, the end of the quest, because that's that's what it seems to be. The car chase has been filmed apparently, and I'm I'm trying to remember where in the book there's a big car chase, but I would say for dramatic license they could probably put one in there. Um, and I've seen some photos of threads and uh, the haptic gloves and suits and stuff, and mm. the the all the all night uh, Oasis access places. So yeah. I'm intrigued, but you know me and Ready Player One. Yeah, indeed. I, Always I, be wary until yeah. until we've seen it. I love that book so much that I am so nervous for the yep. film because I still don't think they've got the rights to War Games because they're different studios. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how they can do the film without War Games. Uh, so at the moment it, it's looking okay from the photos. We'll see how it gets cut together. Um, I haven't seen the stacks yet. For the, uh, our, our our source on set said that there were the stacks, so they weren't all physical models. Mm -hmm. A couple of them were, but then most of it was green screen behind to fill out the rest of the stacks. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, cool. Sci-fi romps. If you haven't read that book yet, by the way, <laughs> go and read it. <laughs> read it now. Read it now before the hype becomes too real. Just or, or get Brendan to lend you a copy and he'll eventually give you it and he'll buy himself another one. No shit. Like, <laughs> I think I think I purchased that book like eleven or twelve times on Amazon. I lent my copy to someone. I lent it to you. Hello. <laughs> then I lent one of my first copies to you and I had to buy another copy. Um, and then a couple of Christmases ago, I think I bought a copy for a friend for their present and they were reading it. On Christmas, and he messaged me, mm. and I was in, I was in Worcester, and my copy was in Oxford because I was back at my folks for Christmas. I was just like, "Fuck!" So I just buy another copy. Bought another copy, <laughs> <laughs> copy and had Amazon Prime to me. <laughs> it was easier than driving back to Oxford. It's cheaper as well, like you know, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of petrol. Yeah, five quid to get the book delivered the next day. I can love that book. <laughs> so yeah. Don't let me die, Spielberg. Indeed. Well, and speaking of, of book film adaptations, uh, Attack on Titan. Aha. The Blu-rays are out now. Man, we are fucking nailing these segues today. <laughs> yeah, so the the Blu-rays are out of the films as part one and part two of the films, which I went to see tail end of last year in, in Bristol uh, at a double header, and they are awesome. They're fantastic films. Uh, since then, my daughter's got very, very into anime and was chomping at the bit to see it so I ordered them both and we sat and uh, we watched all of it uh, last weekend uh, and not content to watch all of the films again which she loved and totally agreed with me about some of the best characters in it uh, so if you want you more than welcome to borrow them sir, and watch it because it's very very cool um, the, uh, we all also decided to watch some more of the anime then we went out shopping and Megan bought the first volume of the manga, which we both read, and then the game was released on Steam, so then we spent yeah. the night playing Attack on Titan game as well. So, 
it was literally how many different mediums can we consume Attack on Titan in one weekend? And the answer is all of them. <laughs> oh man, like I've never watched it. Um, back when I was working at SAE, we had a work experience girl come in, and she was doing a media course and she needed to know about podcasting and stuff I was like well you know what I, I do a bit of podcasting so let's, do, let's just record a podcast she's like well, what can I do it on so what things do you like and she loved Attack on Titan so I was like okay well let's do an Attack on Titan podcast so we sat down and recorded and she was just, you know, she got into it explained the concept of the show to me and she really enjoyed it um, but yeah I've never ever got around to watching it and it's not one of those things that I've not had access to like oh it's there on Netflix there. you could watch yeah. it but yeah but I will have to check it out I can't keep watching How I Met Your Mother repeats <laughs> but I can well you can I can and this I is, will this is what Megan used to do before she discovered anime where she would watch How I Met Your Mother get to the end and start it at the yeah. beginning again yeah like yeah I fucking love that show as well but <laughs> cool so yes yeah, so there's lots of Attack on Titan out there so if you are a fan at the moment go and check out the Blu-rays of the live action movies they're phenomenal uh, they, they all they do utter justice to the ODM stuff in the film in the in the anime it looks amazing on screen uh, and there are some interesting answers to some whodunit questions from the anime which I'm not sure whether they're going to go through with in season two or not we'll have to see so it does kind of go slightly further than than we've gone in the in season one of the anime and answers some other questions so yeah watch them see what you think and see whether you think that's what they're going to go down when season two finally gets to us which i believe is slated for some time in october for mm. season two finally cool 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 okay right and i think i just got a few shout outs yeah. i think and, that, and then i think we're pretty much there for this week um where are we uh so yes mr green uh our mate Jonathan Green is at it once again on Kickstarter. <laughs> he's currently doing one called The Wicked Wizard of Oz, yeah. which is a, a new game book that he's working on, uh, having just released uh, Shakespeare versus Cthulhu yeah. and Alice's Nightmare in Wonderland. So he's got a whole bunch of kind of interesting twists on stuff coming out. Uh, and at the moment, I think it's it got something like 50% funded in its first week. So. Yeah. Please go along, get involved. His stuff is awesome, so go check it out and, and, and back that. Uh, and then another interesting, uh, more a bit of news than anything else, is um, B, who's one of the organisers of the Sci-Fi Ball that we went to last year, the one in Southampton. I've got a new role with uh, Starburst Magazine uh, as the Trekologist. So a new kind of Trek column going for, for Starburst. Uh, so yeah, have a look at that and we'll uh, I'll, I'll put the links to that in the show notes as well. Oh, Trekologist in the week of its... It's the anniversary of Star Trek. It is, it? yes. Yeah. It was uh, a few days ago. Depends on when you listen to this, obviously, but it was... Yes, at some point in the past, present, future. Yeah. So I saw a meme on Facebook actually started created um, it's stills from first contact with Picard's explaining how we don't have currency in the 24th in the 24th century and how humanity's evolved beyond that and it took everything I had to not type onto it but, but, but you're wrong Picard you, you do have currency you've got like gold pressed latinum like Cisco uses it to, to, to buy services from Quark all the time um, 
maybe he just lives in his own little world. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe his his subordinates kind of just yeah, just don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> we all we all, we all have money. He just doesn't get paid. <laughs> He's been working with Starfleet for that long, and they just haven't paid him through a clerical error, so they made this shit up. The whole thing's a conspiracy. <laughs> maybe the whole thing's actually maybe Starfleet is actually like this ultra utilitarian fascist dictatorship and just the elite have the money and everybody else doesn't. I don't know. Or maybe maybe just like it's just the Ferengi that have the money and everyone has to deal with them at some point. Or do you think it's just retconned, I don't know. Yeah. Glaring oversights. It's like, you know, the, the star date it problems with uh, the original series. Yeah. But, you know, I was proud of myself. For, for not rising to it and not correcting someone on the internet. <laughs> someone on the internet is wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Cool. Well, that bombshell. I think we'll leave it. For <laughs> yeah, I think that's about there. So yeah, we'll be at EGX. That's two weeks. It's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah, we can have next. Or it's the weekend of the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of September, depending at what point in history present future parallel universe you're listening to the show in yeah enjoy working that one out folks <laughs> I think it's the 22nd to the 25th of September it's some, yeah something it's like that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. so we will be knocking around we're at the NEC in Birmingham we'll be around all weekend so. just uh, follow the Mrs. on Twitter for yep. the EGX tags uh, follow the Instagram um, yeah we'll be we'll be, we'll be there nerding out and playing new awesomeness yeah nerding out hard mm. uh, yeah that's all I got me too. Cool. Well, until next time, I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. Thank you for listening, and take care, and be excellent to each other. Oh, I fucked it up again, didn't you I? You did! <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Thanks all for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And until next time, take care, and be excellent to each other. And you know I'm not editing that out, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>